And welcome back to Richmond Tiger Talk. My name's Nick. And I'm Andy. That was pretty exciting on Sunday, Andy. Well, there's been roughly 180 games this season, and when you, by the time we played, and when you have the biggest comeback of the year, it's, it's self-evidently pretty exciting, Nick. But that <laughs> that was, it, it was, I, I couldn't breathe practically at three-quarter time. I had finals-level anxiety. The the comeback, the crowd, you know, it, it started pretty quiet, but by the end, it just felt, basically from the moment that Cumbie kicked his dribbling goal. Oh, are we going with Cumbie? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> It's coming now. Well, whatever. We'll work on it. We'll work, it we'll feels work like, on it. It, it feels like we'll now have quite a lot of episodes discussing it's a, it's Cumberland. A, it's yeah. a long surname to abbreviate. So, uh, um, And I don't know if you can hear my voice still, but I, it, it's Tuesday morning and I'm still hoarse uh, from the excitement of basically from the moment that uh, it was like the Doolittle Raid, from the moment that Cumbie kicked that goal, <laughs> we, we had nothing but happiness and, and victory. And it, it was emotional and still swung back and forth. I've, I've watched the replay uh, uh, three times. Uh, it, it was in- incredible and the atmosphere was fantastic. Um, I must admit, watching the replay, even on the Cumbie goal, it, it doesn't. the crowd doesn't look that excited. A lot of people in their seats. But sitting in a Richmond members area, it, it, it felt like the world had exploded. Like everyone was standing and cheering, and um, and then yeah, just the it happened again and again. Um, Jack Snap, Lynch's Lynch's Specky, his long bomb. Uh, there was just so many moments to it, and it was wonderful drama. And it's uh, you know I haven't felt like that. Uh, it's a cliche on the show that we talk about that the. the you don't feel everything's got a, a soft pillow around it, but um, that felt very raw uh, after what we went through. That felt like the Tigers fold, not the biggest crowd. It, it's the old days when we didn't have the biggest crowds, but it it felt it felt like the yep, Tiger 40, Army was irrepressible. Forty forty thousand. Um, so yeah, it was enough to um, enough to be loud, but um, yeah, enough to create that cauldron and. The club internally talks about it that the, the players do feed off the crowd, and you can sort of feel that. That it, it came slowly, but it, there, were, there were moments in the late third and fourth where you could really feel the Richmond pressure. Like the commentators started talking about the Richmond pressure before. I think it was really there, um, just as a, as a thing to talk about. But there were moments where it was absolutely classical, high level Richmond pressure. The uh, the Lynch goal to the third where Rioli set it up. If you look at the passage mm. between there, people like Koch and Koch, it was very much finals Koch. And it, you know, it wasn't a brilliant game statistically, but it was uh, Trent Koch and an absolute battering ram. I've, I haven't seen, he really wanted to win that game. Um, you know, perhaps out of his credit for um to his longtime uh, colleague, but he was he was finals cotchet in that game, an absolute battering ram, second, third efforts, giving just everything he could for the game. It was magic to watch. Yeah, it. And yet, um, watching the replay, I was reminded. Um, so my daughter is one of these people who eats her food in a very strict order of preference of what she doesn't like uh, to what she likes. So at the start of every meal, you'll see her chewing down her green vegetables with a uh, determined, if disgusted, look on her face. And that was what the first quarter was like. We were, we were minus 13 at halftime in, in the inside 50s. It was, they had a bit of goal kicking luck as well, but yeah. It was, yeah, well, but, and, and we were doing exactly the, um, the past month of Richmond um, blowing easy set shots as well, which was fairly triggering. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, so that was triggering. We, we still deserve to be down and down by more than two, to th- down by more than three goals because we their trans our transition defence was at times terrible. Um, they were getting easy shots. Um, I, I think uh, they must have heard you when uh, you you. Um, when you talked about them not having any young players uh, other than Rainer, because they brought back. Uh, uh, I know. Pretty, uh, well, they, they uh, brought it. Uh, oh, 
Coleman. Yeah, he was great. Good, Caden, good, Caden. Coleman's been playing most of the year, but you know he's from the Noah Cumberland draft class, and uh, he, 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 was, he, he, he looked like a number one draft pick. He was just charging through the mid, midfield. I, and, I think I think we made him look really good by having allowing him as the the free man early on. But yeah, and what, what, what they're often doing is um, like a lot of players attempts to against Arsenal and other teams as well. Is he was sort of. 10, 15 minutes behind the pack, um, free, and um, for the forward hand pass, and then he would, we would sort of have forward hand pass, and he would get it and charge it in straight lines forward. But they found the perfect role for him. He was brilliant. Uh, uh, you know, lovely to see another young Indigenous player coming through. But uh, yeah, he he was killing us. Uh, it, it was it was an unbelievable exercise and fr- uh, frustration. And I, I just thought, wow, this is. I, I was fully thinking. This is how it ends because mm. you know we don't kick here. The on Shedders three hundred, the there's no. The, so the, there's a hierarchy in the AFL that there's definitely a top four teams if you look at the percentage leader, and Brisbane is one of them. Um, it's the worst of the four, but it is the fourth best team. Collingwood are Collingwood are, are bottom of the top eight team who've had a lot of luck. But um, oh no, look, actually by the by the power rankings, they're um, the you know, the full statistical power rankings, they're somewhere between 9 and 11. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're still, they've got 105% percentage, so I'm, I was being generous, but I'll, I'll, I'm trying to avoid saying that they're frauds, but they're, as top five, four team, they're definitely frauds. Brisbane, it's a, it's a safe, this is a safe space, Andy. <laughs> yeah, but Brisbane are clear, there's, a, there's four top top teams, and, yeah, the, and, and yeah. Brisbane, they're, Brisbane are fourth. They're pretty good, and they've been pretty good for a while. Yeah, so it, it was, you know, it felt like the Hills a team who hasn't, was one of the MCG twice in, in over a decade, and this was their coming out party, and we were the sacrificial lambs. The, the, yeah. the, the I've got to say, I am that is that is a funny stat. I think there's a bit of small sample going on there because actually, um, ground size wise, the MCG isn't that different from the Gabba. Like it's a bit bigger, but they're they're both cricket grounds, and um surface wise they're they're two of the more similar ovals. It's not a it's not a Adelaide oval where it's where it's really thin and it does play very differently. Yeah, whatever. Whether it's a funny stat or not, the player, their players would be aware of it. They were very keen mm. to win that game. They, they they were highly motivated, playing against a high a high reputation opponent. They had every reason in the world to um, to put the brick on the accelerator in the second half, and like they've done so many times before, they folded a big game. But this is about Richmond, Nick. And where do we start about the, this incredible comeback? I, I think the, it was Cumby who who got us in us. Uh, kept kept us in it when all was mm. looking lost. Could, could, kicked a miracle goal with the new interpretation of holding the, uh, I holding know. the ball. Oh my and, god! I, would, <laughs> I, I totally would have paid that, and then that would have been paid holding the ball the first ten weeks of the season. But they they clearly have been letting that run uh, for some time now, and it, and it's the second it's the second goal he's got where just through sheer energizer bunny he just keeps on going and going and going and then kicks the goal almost through force of will um, yeah, yeah look I, I'd like come to kick a few easy goals like um, at least three of his goals were brilliant um, three or five it's right. uh, um, and yeah I mean it'd be nice for sustainability sake to a few more mark and Lee but oh god it's incredible at the moment it's um mm. Uh, and that that was such an important goal. It was a punt road end, got got us going, and then just he, he was so important to to basically when we were down. We, he had three goals um, at the at the turn of the, when we started to win again. So mm. good, good, not keeping us in it, but and incredibly the, important. Oh yeah, no, no, I think keeping us in it. The the fourth goal. I've appreciated more. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's really good." Um, but uh, having watched it, you know, several times on replay, that is, it is a superb piece of skill. That is, that is really well done. That's the bouncing goal. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was. As you can imagine, Nick, it was fantastic to watch live. As it, as it, um, you know, it did the right turn. Uh, I, I guess it, that's an off break, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it, He's the Nathan Lyon of Richmond as it off break in, 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 uh, in, in um, actually no, he's a leggy because he's a left footer, right? So um, it's a leg break for a, for a lip. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, it was incredible uh, watching it turn into the goal, and it, it was a magic moment. 
there was one slight thing on the replay, Nick, when he kicked that fifth goal so easily from the 50-metre line, um, you know, that ball sailed into the crowd. Um, uh, I, I did go, oh, crap, he could have kicked it the week before. Uh, no, no. Uh, anyway, moving on, moving on. 30-minute mark of the fourth quarter. Mm. Yeah, but um, that was that was 20-minute mark. Like, anyway, he's got a cracking leg. That's the point. He does have a cracking leg. Um, so the... Um, the scoring shots after X Games uh, stat that we've <laughs> we've been tracking uh, yep. for and just to correct for him, you haven't been counting the Sydney game where he didn't get on the pitch. No, but no, but we do, I, we, I just, we, I just we do count the Gold refused. Coast game, uh, and yeah, he did it, come wasn't a sub, but he played three quarters. Yeah, no. So it's it, uh, if if he's actually set foot on the ground, I, I uh, the pedant in me is annoyed at player stats being. Um, Distorted because of these unused unused sub games. So this is this is not a this is not a comprehensive list of um, every Richmond player ever, but it's but it's sort of sort of all the all of our best goal kickers for the past fifty years. So but presumably you know, are they game, are they game by game records for Skinny Titus? Uh, they don't have behinds for Skinny Titus. <laughs> They've got, anyway. they've got, I, they've got goals. Presumably, um, get quite a few. Anyway, I distracted you. Mo- moving on. Yeah, look, and it's not entirely apples for apples because Cumberland's just turned twenty-one years of age, so he's not a he's not an eighteen-year-old. Um, the best the best comparison is actually Michael Pickering, who um, mm. debuted at twenty and had sixteen shots at goal after. Her. After four games, so the the leaderboard after four games: Royce Hart twenty six, uh, Cumberland nineteen, Richo and Michael Pickering sixteen, um, Benny Benny Gale and Kane Petter for twelve. It's a it's a fun list. Yeah, nice. And Kane and Kane Kane Petter for I think is um, for thinking around for a best comparison. Um, yeah, they're they're exactly the same height. They're both good, uh, good at marking the ball. Um, yeah, both both quick. Um, you know, Kane Pettifer, I think, was a, a lark lark medalist um, as a junior, so he was first round draft pick. So, you know, not not entirely the same, but yeah, there's a bit there. And I was reflecting as there was a moment um, on a. Point kick out where Cumberland sprinted about thirty meters to make a a diving um, attempt at smother, which yep. he, he was never going to get there. Um, but I reckon he had uh, twenty five pressure points on the game, mm. and I reckon the way that almost all those other guys were mentioned and how footy was played then, probably you probably had to have ten or fifteen pressure points in those days when you were a forward. You had to make a bit of effort with mm. chasing, but the sort of the, it's a very very you different did. game now. You had to you had to make an appearance of chasing. Um, He's top twenty in the AFL in tackles inside forward fifty per game. Yeah, and, and ironically, um, was arguably best on ground, or not according to the coaches in a game. According, uh, according to the AFL ratings, no. he, he was he was best on ground. But whatever, it's 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 a nice debate to have. Yeah, look, the, the, co- the coaches had uh, Lynch, Lynch, and, and Shea as uh, best and second best each. Um, Shay was so good. Oh my god, yeah. was he good? Anyway, we'll come to that. But I was just going to say about Cumberland. Ironically, he was playing against two teams that um, Brisbane supposedly Brisbane had the chance to draft him as academy. Yeah, player, supposedly well, had, the, had the chance to match a bid for him, um, and uh, chose not to. Supposedly would have taken him as a rookie. Um, Rumor mm. has it, and uh, we weirdly uh, delisted him, relisted him last year. So <laughs> the, the, the sort of he was playing against two teams that sort of only half wanted him, and um, was yeah. uh, um, arguably. Um, uh, you, you know, it, indisputably one of the top three most significant figures on the ground. So, um, and now it's a rising star. So, good on coming. Yeah, um, it's, it's been an exciting week. <laughs> Indeed. Um, now, did you want to um, move on? Well, actually, controversially for us, we're talking about the best players first. But um, mm. did you? Um, so, uh, uh, he was company was the best player on the, according to the AFL ratings, but as you say, coaches uh, Bolton Lynch, um, they they mm. they both gave him maybe a bit of second half uh, recency bias to that. But Bolton was the story, and you know he's oh, getting the commentators were going so nuts good. about him, um, un, unstoppable. Uh, th- that 
some of those uh, shots for goal, well, there was a little bit of pain. But oh, when he kicked that snap in the third, oh, look, uh, I thought the roof was going to come off. Yeah, and he was our most dangerous. Felt like he was our most dangerous uh, midfielder. Oh, my well, it's not a close. <laughs> um, go on, sorry. <laughs> We're not for well, what compared to Jack Graham? Like, what's the competition here? <laughs> well, compared to Dion Prestia, who was very good as well. <laughs> yeah, he was, but he's not like, I mean, he's not the, yeah. the, the, the obscene yeah. level of attacking um, not, potency no. that Bolton has. <laughs> no, and there were, yeah, there's both a sheer, sheer excitement level. Um, uh, so he's he's now ranked in the top twenty in the AFL, inside fifties goals, bounces, score involvements, centre clearances, goal assists, uh, and clangers. <laughs> it's, quite, <laughs> it's quite it's quite the profile. Oh, um, it's just uh, uh, it, it is it, he's elect- everything that happens around him. Do you think if Dusty was playing too, he would his role would be changed, or would it be just unbelievable? Oh. Must watch watching. Must watch watching. I, I think I, I don't think it's directly multiplicative. If that makes sense, I don't think you get. No. I, I think you you will get a slight. Um, it just in, in the visual pleasure of watching him play because it, it like it's elect. He's become. He's the, he's the kind of guy you watch a neutrals turn on just to watch him him play. Mm. Oh, yeah, I, he, I, I love watching him play, and and he's still flawed. Um, in the know. most in the most obvious way that annoys you, which is uh, <laughs> so yeah. And so there's the chance he he continues to improve. Oh, oh God, resign him, please. Um, the I really like Tyler Somsey's first half. Um, he's he's. I don't know. Somebody put it on Twitter or I saw it, so apologies for not mentioning them. But uh, he's already reassuring with the ball in hand. Uh, um, uh, I definitely agree with that. Oh, absolutely. And the, he's so... He's a very rare player. You know how much it hurts me to say this. He's a very rare player that's actually benefited by being genuinely two-sided because he can always, <laughs> he can, he can always go everywhere on, 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 yep. uh, on the field. Yeah, and in the first half, he was our leading possession in a sort of in a time when it was, you know, looking like the the the, the lions were starting to sprinkle sprinkle the dirt on our on our cast uh, cask. Um, he was he was the one who was raging against the dying of the line. He had fifteen touches at half time. I think he, he wore down in the second half. Mm. Um, it, you could see him struggling a bit um, as the sort of as the Rolls Royces of the of both teams really kicked into kicked into fourth gear in the third. He, he started to strip flag because um, he's still got a 19-year-old engine. But, yeah, in the first half, he was finding it. I, I'm, I'm still kind of... I need to watch him more. I'd, I'd love to go back um, live and just watch how he's getting the footy um, because it's not immediate. He didn't have a huge amount of contested possessions in the game. Um, or nine, which isn't too bad. But, um, yeah, I just... I'd like to see his positioning. There were a few times when um, uh, in the second half where him and Coleman were coming off the back of the square. Um, they didn't have, they sort of, uh, they weren't in the centre square, but they used them as effectively as a fifth that would sprint in and Coleman absolutely burnt him. Um, yeah. It had far too much leg speed, but he's clearly, I, I think just watching him, he's getting a lot of touches just uh, using his natural ability to read the ball and just sort mm. of run, playing a bit of free footy yeah. and um, he's a na- see he's the a nat- ball. He's a natural midfielder and and can use it. Like you know, Coleman's Coleman's much more of um, he's played either as a half back or a half forward, um, and he's he's really quick. But yeah, some Sonsi is going to be a guy who works works all over the field, and you want to get the ball in his in his hand and. You know the question is on consistency and defensive effort, but yeah, yeah. two thirds away it, through the first season, it's it's tracking nicely. I think I can't prove this, but I have a suspicion the coach are being the coaches are being very generous with the attacking license that he's getting. I think you mm. know someone, perhaps someone like Ross is, um, it, because he. he because Sizzle is so young that he's he's being allowed mm. to to find his feet and freely and just told out there, all right, son, don't worry about too much. Just you know, find your mount stoppages. Mm. But other than that, go and find the footy. I, I can't prove that, but I just suspect he's been allowed to to ball hunt, which it, it, 
well, you can see the benefit in the first half. You, you know, he got more mm. than anyone else. So good to watch and, and two very exciting young players. Uh, yeah. In, in, oh, uh, yeah, players. totally. It's fun. I thought Noah Bolter looked uh, so much better uh, when he moved to the back line and started attacking the ball aggressively. Right. Oh, it was, it was almost instantaneous, wasn't it? It was, yeah. it was, it was and, and weirdly, Ben Miller looked reasonably comfortable um, as second ruck, which he had done. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he, it, it, he, it he was, had done for years in the VFL. It was weird, the, you know, Lions having a ruck as a sub and then suddenly, instead of um, Bolter having to... Bolter and Miller having to ruck against uh, McStay, who's 196 centimetres. They're rucking against Darcy, 204 centimetres of Darcy Fort, uh, which was, I don't know, it felt like an ironic comment on something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it, it does make you think. Like Dennis, uh, sorry. Uh, Chris Fagan, clearly uh, extremely talented coach, and but it, um, it was everyone. For, look, it was look, weird. Anyone who thinks they can be an AFL coach, you can't, because for stars, other than you know, you basically to carry that room of men, you need to play professional football yourself. But Jesus Christ, you sort of the way they can galaxy brain them in some into <laughs> suboptimal. So, like, talk me through this, Nick. Sorry, just to, I know we've dunked on this before. I have twenty-two players on the football field. And I'm going to pick a sub that can replace precisely one of them. Yeah. It is yeah. so weird. Yeah, um, particularly... Well, it would make more sense if you were if you were playing pretty thin in terms of uh, how many tall forwards uh, you've got. So if you only had two, two tall <laughs> forwards and one of them was just backing up Ruck. But... I, I, they, I, I, I had exactly this thought, Nick. Like, I was thinking last night, is there any possible way you can justify this? You've got bloody Joe Donahue out there playing like a Ford pocket. Like, it wouldn't kill you to ruck him for a quarter, would it? He's, yeah, he's, Danaher yeah, is taller than Nankervis, as is, as is Hipworth. Like, yeah. It is, it's just, anyway. Um, it's so but, weird. Sorry, I, I feel like I distracted you from from, from your point about yeah, Bolt up definitely looked better mm. back, and it sort of I mean Grimes's injury looks tragic, but yeah, it wasn't good. The, the, the that's the silver lining in it is it, it does seem that Bolter's back doing what it not against Paul, but in the future we've now got a we're back to the second ruck debate. But yeah, mm. it, he 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 looked a lot more confident. He looked a lot more free. Yeah, um, Dan Rioli. Uh... As a as a defender, we've you know I feel like we've charted his his progress, but this was this was a masterclass for him for defending Cameron in the second half. He was he was a big part of why we won. Yeah, and he kicked the goal to put us in front. Um, mm. Too far? Uh, no, I, I think <laughs> you it, you always think about how how it would have seemed. Um, if they had called it, I reckon it was one of those. Ones. It was right on the borderline, but it was one of those ones where an extra step and you call it. But well, I think feel for the game, you you let it go. I'm, I'm not completely I'm not, unbiased. Completely unbiased. I'm not saying these two things directly related, but the crowd did an excellent job of keeping the score and the pressure on the umpires, um, and <laughs> some very knowledgeable um, outrage. Oh. Like when yeah. the uh, when that too high was uh, paid, when the Brisbane player. Um, uh, basically tunnelled into I can't remember who it oh, was. Oh yeah, yeah um, that, but, was, that was dreadful. But all, all day that the the crowd was knowledgeable and hostile and just like let, let put the the mental pressure yeah. on the umpire every time they called against Richmond. It was look as you expect to a bad start with that um, Danaher collapsing like a house of cards oh, in the first quarter, wasn't it? Also, I think Tom Lynch will never kick an easier goal when uh, than that um, shepherding free kick that he got. Um, yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> late in the third, well, they just don't normally call that because it was three and one, so um, yeah, that happens it, almost yeah, it, they, it, it, every every time. Yeah. Um, anyway, there, it, there were thirty nine thousand people there, and it was so cold. It was, suffice to say that most of the people there were probably pretty into football if they were at, at that game, <laughs> and yeah. I think it showed in the crowd. Um. Liam Baker was great as well. Um, I think I think there's no ideal Liam Baker position. There's just Liam Baker plays well wherever wherever he plays, and he was just tireless. Yeah, he actually got his contract uh, extension after after our last show. Oh, so that, that's true. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, and like he needs to. So he got he's the year before he's an unrestricted. Uh, sorry, yeah. restricted free so agent. He's got a he's got a two year extension, and he's still short of free agency when Enix comes out of contract, which is which is good. Yeah. <laughs> always much always much prefer that. <laughs> yes, and but there's a fair balance there because he's getting a lot of money for a for, for a back pocket. It's six fifty. Six fifty is what. We don't know, but I mean, he's been, um, he's top one hundred in player ratings. He's uh, no, no, he's not. Mm, I thought it. Yeah. Oh, it depends which one you look at. It, he's either top one hundred or close to it. He's, yeah, he's a good player. He's been uh, really look, good I, for I, us. I, I think no one's disputing that. I just think you know he's on pretty good coin, and he took a short contract, and he's bet on himself, and uh, good on. Good on both sides. Well, and we don't, I don't have to discuss I don't, I don't it anymore. Know that it, I don't know that it's betting on himself. Like I think, you know, it is. It's a genuine thing for um, people. You know, guys from guys from Western Australia. They're they're a long they're a long way from family. So it is. You know that that call from um uh, to go home. Uh, you know, is real. Yeah, you think though the. the I mean, if that was the plan, you'd you'd sort of say, "Well, give it another year, make it three years." But anyway, whatever. We're, we're not in the room, and they never release the details. So they, the AFL wants to use this contact, but deliberately keeps us in the dark and stupid. Um, as I've mentioned on the show about forty thousand times uh, before, a million, a million times, yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> also, champion any other all the big Americans professional sports would allow all that champion data stuff to be public as well. But again, they don't release it, and then they complain when um, uh, people like Shag Corns dominates the air. Uh, sorry, well, no one complains about that except people like us, but yeah. Um, deliberately keeping us stupid. Um, what else? Uh, look, I mentioned, mentioned Prestia. He was he's, he and, he and Cochin worked really hard against a good uh, backline. Um, I was amused at the, the start of the game when they were... Um, talking up Marcus Adams uh, as a key defender because for for about the seventh time it, it felt like um, the um, Jack always plays well against him. And oh think, my god, it makes such a difference to Jack to have um, to have lunch. Oh, to have lunch, it just like it transformative. Um, few few things, Nick, about the. Um, uh, Jack's banana in the third. Um, mm. Incredible that, shot. That was out, a long out, way out, out. Outrageous as it was, yeah. Yeah, um, that was a long way out to hit a banana shot like that. Amazing piece of skill. Um, Tarrant and Bolton were really, really nice in the setup to that. Um, especially, uh, you know, we talked when we we recruited Tarrant about his long kicking, and you know, it's like we haven't seen it that much. But um, yeah, the um, uh, that was a lovely bit of skill, um, and I love that both Lynch and uh, Jack sort of gave each other cheapy goals. Um, the, the Jack go- <laughs> yeah. the Jack goal in in the fourth, where um, uh, he took it off Lynch when he was lying on the ground after he got the free kick, was uh, magic. And I just hope he made the Homer Simpson yoink sound as he took the ball <laughs> and, and went, ran into yeah. goal. But um, that was, yeah, that, that was pretty cheeky. Yeah. But you know he gave he gave uh, Lynch a, a great one uh, in the third. So yeah, there was a bit bit of bit of both ways there. Um, not as shamelessly as uh, Zorko took taking credit for the Mitch Robinson goal, which he never came close to. Uh, oh, yeah. One of Zorko's many um, predictable heel acts, uh, including uh, if you haven't seen it, it, was the second goal where no one knew what happened. Um, it was because Zorko uh, cheap shotted um, Cochin. Yeah. Uh, um... That that was a genuine cheap show. Mm. Uh, uh, by the way, Nick, I forgot to mention uh, when we talk about Cumby in in his last goal where he thumped the ball, he did the hop skip um, on the run in, which he's done <laughs> in the VFL as well. And there was yeah. a there was a pretty you could hear the murmur in the crowd a little ah because people had seen it before. Little VFL watchers, um, I'm not sure he'd done that um, hop skip run up. He has the, the, he has once or twice yeah. in the AFL. Okay, all right. Well, it's very distinctive anyway. It's um, it's it's it's. I hope he never that never gets coached out of him, because uh, it's a lovely little uh, quirk. Hmm. No, no, it was pretty great. Um, I thought I thought we did a good job covering for Grimes, um, because there was there was moments in the in the first half where I felt like he was the only the only defender keeping up with some of the quicker 
Lions forwards, but then uh, that's going to be something to watch. Yeah, I thought um, Vossi had a very contemporary Vossi, especially in the first half or a few times. Just, Jesus, Nick, what were you doing? And then in the third the third quarter, um, he, you know, he had some incredible moments. Sorry, the fourth actually he had that incredible spoil. So um, it was it, and um, sort of start to distribute well. Um, but yeah, he's gonna have he's gonna have to step up a lot um, and not have the the, the downside of, of some of his play. Uh, now that Grimes is out, um, Ross was okay. I thought. I think we we're starting to go mm, through the whole. It was okay. Yeah. The, the, no. the, the, whole, the whole list, but um, the AFL ratings didn't like his game. But frankly, I, I liked it more um, on, on the replay than um, he, kept, he kept trying. Um, Morris Rioli Jr. didn't do much in the last quarter, but he was really fun when he came on in the third quarter. Uh, you, you know when he came on, um, I, I stood up and um, cheered him as he as he ran on, and uh, the crowd was pretty. You can hear it on the replay; you can just hear this pointless cheer, and the, the camera doesn't even show. But it was pretty exciting. Yeah. So Nick, in, in that, I mean, he only had three touches, but he had that, real, and he had a negative AFL running, which made no sense to me. But he he did had that long run, and he was he was threatening to break it um, a couple of times, and he set up the Lynch goal, and um, in that half. Uh, in that, in that slightly less than a half that he got, because uh, Lynch did his hamstring early in the third, he had um, he had more pressure acts than Shane Edwards and a lot of the defenders, and uh, it would have added up to a sort of a very high pressure game. So I, I just he's always impactful, um, Morris. Um, mm. uh, I'm uh, yeah. Uh, in fact, the commentator said uh, maybe we should have played the whole game. Well, you know, it, it would mm. you, you double that. It's a six possession game, but um, uh, it's still uh, it, it, he's uh, he, he is a excitement excitement machine. Nick, we don't tend. To, oh, one thing about this game that you know we'd sort of discussed it before. I mentioned on Twitter is that the sort of the coin toss theorem of of, of close games. Um, uh, I, I, I joked to you before. It was really under pressure that you know, had we lost another close game, I think I might have you know had, had to start you know slaughtering, slaughtering sheep and reading their infrails or you know doing all the um, uh, all the uh, non-scientific uh, you know buying lottery tickets or all, all the sort of uh, things that people who who believe in probability mathematics never do. But um, yeah, it, it, it was hanged by a thread, but uh, our faith in not only Richmond win, but our faith in random mathematics and the coin not landing on its side and rolling down uh, the drain uh, was really... Yeah. So, so there was more at stake here than um, just our faith in Richmond. But I will say, if you're going to overanalyze the last three minutes like a, um, a football mm. TV show, uh, it was a couple of things. We were very cool in the last few minutes that we set up that mm. Jack Graham... Um, uh, shot at goal. By the way, we hit the post twice in the last quarter. Both uh-huh. times it shaved the inside uh, in those, those sort of things that would send you mad if we lost. Um, but we were very cool with the chipping and, you know, that's probably got nothing to do. There was a lot of veteran players in, involved in that chipping, uh, including the said Shane Edwards. Um, but it, we were cool. We were, we were um, composed. But Jesus, you know, still... On a bad mm. day, the the umpire might have paid fifty against Cumberland for that smother. So you know, um, he, did, uh, he did call it. I've <laughs> I watched that a couple of times. He did, he did call it. He did call stand. No, he called play on. Yeah, he did. But that was kind of, it. Was all it was very. It was it was just bang simultaneous, wasn't it? And the other thing is, does this matter? The fact Cumberland didn't leave his feet. Like he signed up. He no. Moved, he, did, he, did, if 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 he'd done that from. Um, without the without the play on, he would he would have been. But you, you you'll get you get away with it if the umpires call play on, even in that instant. If you, if you but Cumberland did, didn't didn't have time to hear it. It was all just bang bang bang. So yeah. Anyway, it it, it went our way, and um, for once, uh, it, yeah. It? And by the way, Cotchin's kick um, not to be underrated. No, afterwards, very very cool. Uh, um, and just bloody hell, Cochin. He just did not read the room to miss that shot in the third. Because oh, Shedder gave that, it to him. The crowd yeah, wanted I, it so much. The, 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 you know, the roof would have come off. I know. They, they did a good job for... It, it felt like a celebration of Shane Edwards, and uh, which is entirely appropriate. And it was all about him, which was nice, except for Cochin missing that goal. That was... Yeah. That, that was frustrating. And look, the... Cochin, as I said, though, I, I think Cochin really, really wanted 
wanted to win that one. Mm. By the way, by the way, did you see Shane Edwards afterwards? Um, uh, where, oh, I can't remember which commentator it was that said, "Oh, you know, yeah, oh, you want to keep going?" And uh, <laughs> I, 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 I think Shedder knows what level he plays at <laughs> relative to what he used to be. Like, the, there is no way Shedder's playing on next year. I would say, no, I don't. By, yeah. by his reaction, the way, yeah, the way he's getting around the ground, um, it it looks like harder work than it used to, um. The only thing I wanted to finish on was still um, in games where Tom Lynch has finished the game or unbeaten this year. He's he's really important. Yeah, I think that I think that's a fair statement. Yes. Um, um, yeah. Thank you, Captain uh, Obvious. Imagine we weren't. I mean, he's incredibly important, but we we weren't dumb kicking a dumb kicking as much as we always do. Or maybe it just feels like with Tom Lynch, he makes every kick seem. You know what mm. what. It, what against the lesser forward looks like a dumb kick now looks like a like quite a good t- kick to advantage. Um, it's like that yeah. before mentioned uh, um, a junior kick to um, Morris Junior kick to to Lynch, which turned into a goal. I thought it was a brilliant kick at the time, but you know maybe it doesn't look so good if if you don't have a sort of two hundred centimeter guy who perfectly high points the ball um, um, yeah. at, at, at the end of it. Yeah, it was to advantage, but yeah, he he made it look good. It is a. It, it's interesting, sort of the uh, what you what you get for your money. So if you, you know, if you like the lions, the lions are sort of the alternate scenario where you have three good key forwards without a really clear number one. So you've you've got more depth for those games where you know one of your key players gets injured. But yeah, you're still I don't know big big players in big games. Yeah, and you know, the forward skill is rare, right? So you take what you get. Um, mm. So, so we've sort of we've arrived at, at what we've got. Um, yeah, I'm I'm probably at the point, and I'd like to see. I, I don't. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'd almost like to see George back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, you've been. And looking at the old photos on your phone and remembering the good times and, and sort of the frustrations of the V's. It's time for a coffee and they're, they're, they're looking good, been working out. <laughs> yeah. So if if you look, if you watch closely at the way Shedder's playing these days, he, he's almost completely positioning himself for the turnover and to be in, 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 in strange places. And... And that's fine, but you sort of you've now got players. I think George uh, gives more on both ends of the football, and you know, God, God damn it, I you know miss the odd uh, miss the odd miss George shot. So um, and only, I, I, only only with the the comfort of retrospect. I wonder whether we're rolling through in the midfield was always the plan. Because one thing is our, our midfield rotation is is pretty slight. Um, yeah, he is. He's spending maybe, and maybe that's an obvious transition to the uh, VFL. But oh, I think um, so. Yeah, he, he's been he's been spending uh, more time uh, uh, back there. Um, yeah, and maybe that's just that he's a bigger body in the VFL, or maybe that is a genuine coaching move to get him a, another string to his bow. Well, and and also, um, you know, Tyler Tyler has been. Uh, and Jack Ross have, have been among the the key players uh, for the VFL, and they're a bit short on midfielders. That's it. It's another uh, possibility. Yeah, um, and look, you, you know, look, 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 sort of the eighteen disposals, two goals, one is probably with two tackles. Is is you know, it's more like a high half forwards game anyway. But he, he didn't mm. disgrace himself. Uh, Thompson Dow was probably yep. the, the lead story with twenty nine. Oh, definitely twenty nine disposals, nine clearances. That's a that's a that's a big number. Although uh, Jake Arndt's eleven clearances. He's also spending uh, more time in in midfield. Um, well, that'll be our secret weapon for the run home to the finals in the centre square. Uh, we haven't talked about him for a couple of weeks, but uh, uh, Jake. Uh, Bauer, um, thirteen disposals and a and a couple of goals. Like he's, you know, we we said when we drafted him, he, he's not a not a big ball winner, but yeah, he's he's going okay. Um, 
Yeah, he, he often looks at a, a... He he does look like an AFL-listed player when he plays. I mean, mm. self-evident. Yeah, he looks he looks dangerous um, as a as a target uh, inside 50. Um, Ralph Smith, 17 disposals. Mm. Not, not bad. Um, uh, Soldo, 36 uh, hit-outs. Um, uh, in three quarters. Uh, Mate Kalina, a career high, seven disposals and seven hit-outs. <laughs> yeah, it's, we still don't know why Soldo was subbed off in the fourth because they, I mean... They were kicking against the wind, but they fell in a heap as soon as he went off. So, you know, no mm-hmm. Soldo, no Richmond VFL. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Look, I, he's not going to get picked this week anyway because Port's the one team that you absolutely do not play too no, much against. No, not at the moment. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that um, I, I presume... Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Um, Riles was just okay, even though yeah, had, after had two disposal. weeks. Yeah, the, Tom, the, Tom Brown, they've moved up the ground, so he's playing more on a wing, and he kicked a nice first quarter goal. Again, it sort of everything he did was good. You just you just want to see uh, a bit more of it. Um, and Sydney, Sydney Stack, uh, uh, destroyed a dude just to, just to watch him die. Um, so that was pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, a lovely hit. Sorry. Um, I completely agree. Um, but um, uh, n- not quite the Sydney game that we're all hoping for. Um, look, mm. I I think we can say it was slightly disappointing. I'm not sure Punt Road really suits his game style, but slightly ga- um disappointing game from Hugo. Not not that long after he won a Rising Star. Mm, I know. And it it'd be pretty fun if we managed to if Sonzi managed to or Gibkus managed a Rising Star the the last couple of weeks. I don't know. It'd be pretty fun. Put Adelaide. Um, they're sort of they're they're a poor man's Richmond, and they they've probably been a better team than their position on the on the ladder says. But and they're, and they're at home, so we're we're going in underdogs. Um, which. Uh, but yeah, their their percentages, they're one, they're twelfth, and their percentage is only one percent less than uh, Collingwood at third. <laughs> yeah, they're um. If you do the percentage ladder, they're the sort of there's there's three tiers basically of relevant teams. There's the top four. There's the um also rank contenders, which we're in, uh, along with Frio, and then there's a there's a bunch of. They're definitely in the tier, though, of the teams that should be, if they got a bit more luck, should be in, in the the contest for the eight. So they're a better team than perhaps mm. you, than probably probably like most people, Nick. We don't watch that many pork games. Um, so I think they're a better team. No, I don't. Uh, look, I, I think they've got a couple of... They've got some very exciting young players. Although it, 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 it's, it's in, interesting... Uh, Kind of rosy of that of the sort of the rose rosy butters Dersma, although they all played well uh, on the weekend. But Rosie has really separated himself himself as as a really good player, and he's I think he's top ten in the AFL Coaches Association awards. Whereas um, Dersma's Dersma struggled, and Zach Butters has has probably been good rather than great. So yeah, and. So always, it's a it's a good reminder of how young player development is is, is a bit of a crapshoot. Yeah, absolutely. And Powell Pepper's been really good for them. Um, mm. uh, well, it was it was good against the Pies. Um, that they have an age profile of a. I mean, they're not old. They're younger than we are, but they're still very much a contending team. They're only playing six players under 50 games, so we're not going to get mm. any favours. Yeah, Hopefully, they'll, and... they'll, they'll bring in a player or two now that they're not going to make the eight, but I doubt it. I think they'll... You know, when people are writing Sack King Hintley on, on, at... Uh, yeah. At Porto, and like, for God's sake, Hinkley complaining that it's too far. Mate, it's one idiot writing on a sign. Like, you, yeah. get, you get paid all that money because people care about it. You know, as long as it's yeah. like vilification, it's, it's, it's the Adelaide Adelaide fishbowl. Yeah. Again. <laughs> and clearly, though, I mean, you could sack him, but who are you going to get that's better than him? Um, uh, mm. So, so they're playing. They're 
Uh, I, I would describe their approach to rucking as borderline heresy. So I, I would, yeah. but frankly, um, I think if I was King Hitler, I'd be more worried about being burnt at the stake by an angry group of uh, uh, ruck fans. So for... how, do, how do you feel about So they played um, Jeremy Finlinson, um who you know we, we obviously remember as, as an emergency in the 2019 grand final. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, they lost the hitouts forty six to seventeen, but won the clearances by nine. It it does it feels like a deliberate insult against you, Andy. It it does feel quite personal. On the other hand, I think it's the perfect game for Nank. Mm, that's true. And, uh, who uh, uh, who's had better moments at uh, Adelaide Oval than Nank? No, absolutely. Like um um, yeah, I. Nank's really struggling in the cent- uh, jumping in the centre square ruck at the moment, but it, Nank just Jedi mind tricks his his um, taller and better jumping opponents into into wrestling battles and um, like you know Grind, grinds away. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is. I, 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 I would be disappointed if he doesn't eat uh, Finlayson for lunch. Oh, sorry, Finlayson by the way had twenty touches against know, Hollywood six, so, and six clearances. Yeah, he was yeah. <laughs> he was he was useful. Dare we say quite Nankish? <laughs> not, not quite that level of um, getting beaten, but yeah, um, he he kept working at it. The they've it's it is interesting. The Port Adelaide win win a lot of football. They uh, uh, they uh, they win their uncontested disposal differential of you know how much more they get than their opponents is the best in the league, and for all that. Um, they they essentially have the same number of scoring shots as their opponent. Like there's a lot of huff and huff and puff and not blowing your house down, um, which is partly partly their forward line has you know Robbie Gray's dropped off and they've they've struggled to replace that midsize uh, forward sort of Charlie uh, Charlie Dixon and Mitch Georgiades uh, probably at the the opposite ends of um, the career sweet, sweet spot. Dixon's nearly 32 years old. Giordiades is only starting out, and neither of them, neither of them, have had a huge impact. Um, Todd Todd Marshall's been their best forward on the on the season, and Todd Marshall's not bad, but if he's your best forward, it's probably not a great sign. Indeed. Um... So, Nick, I know we have to wrap this up and uh, there's a couple of uh, small little announcements I wanted to go through. But, yeah, I'm, I just the more I looked at them, the more nervous I got. It's mm. a six-day break. It was an exhausting game for us. Um, they need a win. Yeah, emotional game for us, yeah. Um, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, we are normally, but even for a, a Tuesday, I'm, I'm quite nervous about this one. Mm. I know. It, it'll, be, it'll be a really challenging game. I sort of... I suppose I I remember the um the games you know the the inspiring games of of recent years uh, at the at the Adelaide Oval and um have blotted out um some of the really uh, depressing ones um because uh, yeah we've uh, we've lost our last uh, uh, two games. Uh, at the Adelaide Oval, um, we've lost four of our last six. And, you know, it, it can be a pretty tough, not notwithstanding preliminary final uh, heroics. Yeah, we've we've had some tough games there. Yeah, and sort of the power ranking of us. I, the thing I guess I have to remember when I'm not being pessimistic is that. You know, a lot of our perception of Richmond is built off watching quite a lot of games without Dusty and Lynch. Um, mm. Now we still don't have Dusty, but Lynch coming back gives, gives me a bit of hope. But yeah, it's a really big challenge, and the sort of the, the final eight we can still make it without winning this. But mm. it, it, it so gets, it's a lot harder. Yeah. yeah, it's almost guaranteed if we do win though. So that's something, and you know, that might we might be rewarded with a trip to Fremantle. But I'm just so glad because of last week, what we did against Brisbane, we got hope. They. Mm. We performed magnificently in front of a home crowd. We gave, we gave, we appropriately sent off a champion of our game, and we've got great memories, and the season's still alive. So wonderful, wonderful last week of football. Now, there were two other things I just wanted to bring up quickly. Nick, is there anything else you want to say about the game? Oh no, no. I'm as you said, no nervous and stressed already. 
Yeah, Although the, I, do, I do feel having won a close game, there's a little bit of a monkey on the back and the players will probably, you know, everyone associated with the club will enjoy having a week off um, that narrative. Yeah, monkey off the back, but yeah, um, yeah, and uh, they'll be able to go through a film review, and Jimmy will be able to praise him rather than uh, beat him repeatedly <laughs> with, with sticks, um, which I'm sure he doesn't do. Um, so just quickly, um, we're hoping Nick over the next few weeks. Um, let's just say we've always been big fans of um, Ando Design, um, mm. producer of the Dusty, the, the goat spinning away um, from Dangerfield with the Premiership Cup T-shirt, which I, I yep. wore the other yep. other day to Classic. him. Yeah. A fan event, but we're hoping very shortly to announce a collaboration with him, perhaps Ooh, on some exciting, um, exciting stuff. Uh, Richmond Tiger Talk uh, merchandise, so which uh, will be done not for profit, but just that, to... and that that was a genuine reaction as well. You didn't tell me about this before the show. <laughs> no, no. Um, well, so, so we we shall see, but we're hoping to hoping to um, uh, have some announcement too. And I might be trying. Yeah, I've, been, I've, been, I've been harassing Ando to do some merchandise for the uh, just some general Richmond stuff. So I think he's trying to get me off the back. Certainly, on forthcoming shows, we will, of course, deal with the the two GWS players. I want to ask you. Oh, of of the many GWS players in the in the trade rumours, but yeah, we're we're linked to two of them. To um, both of whom are playing side mid. Obviously, um, we'll continue to discuss uh, um, Dusty's injury. Personally, I think that um, the hamstring makes it even less likely that it'll move. And Neil Baum is incredibly adamant on that point uh, mm. publicly. Um, so, yeah, we shall see. But um, we're not ignoring these issues. There's just so much for you to talk about. Um, that, but we'll get to it in future episodes. Yeah, there, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. but the, this was this was a great win, and I'm glad I'm glad we did it justice. I completely agree. I'm Nick. I'm Andy. It starts with a vision. We're from Target. If we're not locked into that, might as well pack up and go home. You're talking about three flags by 2020. Fitzroy has played in my files with you guys. And after 13 straight losses, the Tigers are no longer toothless. Their first win for 2010. Carlo Hunt. Take up Jeffrey. West on to kick a goal from here. He does. What a start. Can he just slow? He's gone. Not free kick, surely. In the final home of the way down of the season, obliterating the Tigers by 113 points. First preliminary final in 16 long years, and they have done it. They've won. The Tigers are into the prelim. Tigers.